everything is chaos. At least, that's what it seems like every time you turn on your TV, radio, computer, or smartphone. The European Union is falling apart. Syria is in meltdown. Cybercrime is an hourly occurrence. The Chinese economy is gyrating wildly. Russia is on the march. The election of Donald Trump has Americans of all political stripes wondering what comes next. And the Kardashians get more press time than Congress. It's enough to give anyone a panic attack. Well, not quite anyone. Unlike the average person, all this craziness puts me in my happy place. Where most see the world turning itself upside down and inside out, I see a long-overdue shift in the global order. New trends emerging. New possibilities unfolding. For me, change is good for business. That's because my job is a bit different than the standard. You see, I'm a geopolitical strategist. That's a fancy way of saying I help organizations understand what challenges and opportunities they will be grappling with across the world in the years to come. As such, I'm sort of a professional apprentice, rarely a master of any particular craft, but needing to be able to hold my own in conversations about manufacturing and transport and healthcare and finance and agriculture and metals and electricity and education and defense and such. Preferably without pissing off anyone whose living is based off of manufacturing or transport or healthcare or finance or agriculture or metals or electricity or education or defense. In many ways, those conversations make me who I am. From the Air Force to the pickle packers, every interaction gives me a good hard view of the world, yet each of these interactions originates from a radically different perspective. Combine all those angles and interactions and perspectives and the unique information that comes from them with my private intelligence experience, and I'm granted the privilege of seeing something approximating the full picture. How the world's myriad pieces interlock and catch some telling future glimpses to boot. More than anything else, what I sell is context. That picture and those glimpses and that context formed the bones of my first book, The Accidental Superpower, which was published in November 2014. In Accidental, I made the case that the world we knew was at a moment of change. The Americans who had created, nurtured, enabled, maintained, and protected the post-World War II global order were losing interest. As they stepped back, the world we know was about to fall to pieces. At any time in history, such a shift would have had monumental consequences. But the American retrenchment is but one of three massive shifts in the global order. The second is the rapid graying of the entire global population. Fewer people of working age translates directly into anemic, decaying economies, enervating global trade just as the Americans stop guaranteeing it. Third and finally, the American shale revolution has changed the mechanics, if not yet the mood, of how the Americans interact with the energy sector. Surging petroleum output within the lower 48 is pushing North America toward outright oil independence. In the past decade, the total continental shortfall has narrowed from roughly 10 million barrels of oil per day to about 2 million barrels per day. In the two years since Accidental published, I've had ample opportunity to re-examine every aspect of my work. Some of my critics have been over-eager to assist in such endeavors, and I fear that I may have been off the mark on a couple of points. First, the American shale sector has matured far faster and more holistically than I could have ever expected. 